0: Good afternoon, everyone, or good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for being here and continuing to bring your energy to this two-day event, especially the people who've been coming to to many of the sessions throughout the past day and a half. So stoked for your your choice to, to be here with us and to invest in yourself, invest in your, your mindset growth, and you're going to continue to reap the benefits if you choose to apply what you are learning. So I'm, I'm really stoked for today's session with Danny Leonard, who is the co-founder of Ramped, a virtual job skilling platform. He's built multiple sales teams, taking them from scratch through scale at companies like Groupon, Square, Zeus Living, and Modern Health. And he proudly holds a BBA from the University of Michigan's Ross School of Business. Welcome, Danny.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Joel. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Uh and yeah, just thank you to the audience for tuning in. I'm excited for this conversation.
0: My pleasure. Well, you know, we actually both went to the University of Michigan. I was studying music, you were studying business. So that was my my other career in music, was the reason I was there. But I wanted to start there because, you know, you, you, you valued that experience you had at, at Ross, which is one of the best business schools in the world. And I'm curious about that shift from um, that environment into when you first launched your career, and and working at companies like Group Groupon, and diving in and sort of learning by doing, which is a a big value for us. Is say, hey, the best way to learn is to start learning, start learning by doing, and even if you don't know what you're doing, just dive into the deep end and start swim. Um, so I'd love to hear about the lessons you learned in both environments. At the at this at the school of business and then how that bridged into your early experiences at at real life companies
1: yeah so this is a timely timely discussion and for well first and foremost go blue uh but it's <laughs> a timely timely discussion right so the way in which or the when I graduated is even more important I graduated in 2009 kind of like the tail end looking back of the great financial, crisis. but at the time it didn't feel like that but like the world was still collapsing jobs were disappearing the market was really tough the guidance that i would get over and over and over again from parents friends um family mentors etc even business schools just hey take whatever job you can get and run at it um and that's tough to hear especially because i did value that education at the ross school of business uh quite significantly like I, I genuinely felt like I was um at an institution that had us really prepped for the real world, and little did I know that when I graduated there <laughs> were just straight up be no more financial jobs in business school right you're looking for a financial job you're looking for a consulting job you're looking for you know maybe a marketing job that's where they they push you and the reason they do it you know their incentives are to graduate folks with high starting salaries so why not makes their numbers look good um but uh when I graduated, those jobs had disappeared, so I was kind of lost at that point in time, and I felt, you know, the feeling predominant feeling was, um, or feelings were, were frustration, were uh, not not depressed, but definitely down. I was down on, you know, myself, down on the work that I had done in college, uh, confused, like really, really didn't know what to do. Um, so what did I do? I, I decided to regroup. I actually took an, a a role at a summer camp that I had gone to growing up. Uh, A bunch of my friends were in similar situations and we all decided like, Hey, let's give it one last hurrah and be program directors there and at least make the best out of that summer. And immediately after that, I was still confused, right? I had a great summer. Summer was amazing, but I was, I was still confused. And uh, what I did then was like, you know what? I don't know what jobs are open. I don't, I'm not really interested in much. So perhaps, perhaps I should take the LSAT more to just appease my parents and, let them like not think that I'm doing nothing all the time when I'm back at home. Uh, so I took the LSAT realized really quickly, I don't want to do law. Um, and then a buddy of mine reached out and he's like, hey, look, I'm, I'm working at this cool startup. It's called Groupon. Uh, we're growing. We're growing quite significantly. Uh, he was probably number, you know, employee number 40 or so. to like, come interview, see if you like it. And, um, if you do like there's jobs available, I was like, okay, cool. Let me learn about this company. I looked at the website. The website was, was awesome. Uh, the mission really jived with me at that time It was like get a group of people to go to something. And if you all commit, um, everybody unlocks this deal. Uh, so that was really cool. Kind of matching supply and demand marketing, like the, the underdog company, all of that really like resonated with me. Um, so what did I do? I apply to every single job on their job board, every single one. And the recruiter uh, contacts me, and he's like, "Danny, you know what? That's not really the uh, the way to apply to to our company. I know your I know your buddy, and I know he referred you, but um, here's what we can do: we have an unpaid sales internship. You move to Chicago. I was in Minneapolis at the time, where where I'm from. You move to Chicago. Um, you cold call for up to six weeks. And if you can close a few deals, uh, again this is unpaid. Uh, if you can close a few deals, uh, you will receive a full time offer. And I thought about it for maybe like half a second. I was like, all right, I'm in. And then, <laughs> you know, started started three weeks later. Uh, moved to Chicago. Popped up in an apartment. Uh, I had a buddy that was moving with me. So you know, the rest is kind of history. It just hit the ground running and and very quickly. Um, Got off that that internship and into a full time position, but I wish I could say like I had some formula back in the day, but I really didn't. It was just like kind of intuition, kind of stuff that really makes sense. Obviously, the mission was important at the time, but the role did not matter to me. I had no idea what sales was. I had just been trained by a business school to think like if you're not an investment banker or consultant, like there's nothing else out there. So I was my head was spinning for sure.
0: Yeah, and you chose to just dive in and learn how to swim. I mean. I don't think there were any sales boot camps going on back then, uh in 2009. So I mean, you just had this unpaid opportunity and you say, I'm gonna go and 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 start rolling up my sleeves. I'm really curious about that six weeks and and doing the cold calls and and what skills you I'm I'm guessing rapidly built in that time.
1: Yeah, really, really good question. So those first six weeks, it was actually it was actually more like two and a half or three. I was freaking out. Obviously, like I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know what sales like meant. I didn't know you had to talk to people. I kind of just like knew it from the movies or like the folks you see portrayed on a TV show. Like, what does sales mean? I think like, you know, I think some people still think this, but you know, use car salesman. That's what, that's what was in my head. So I'm like, okay, what is this? So what was really cool at Groupon at the time is we were small enough where they had, I would call it kind of like a, It's kind of like an internship, but really, what I don't think it was that structured. It was, hey, we've got um, six people in your training class, four of which uh, were sales or five of which were sales. I forget. Um, You guys are going to learn the playbook. They had a playbook written and the VP of sales, this guy, Darren Schwartz, sat with us and we did some role playing. But really, the the next step for us was, hey, go out and sit by the top sellers in the company. Just spend a day with them and learn what they're doing, what they're saying. How they operate, like what they're actually using, the tools they're using, uh, TLDR there. It was literally just Salesforce. We didn't have any automation. We had to manually enter leads. We didn't have like mass engagement platforms, like outreach, you know, stuff that you can use to like mass send emails. None of that existed. It was literally like you generate your own lead list, you entered them into Salesforce manually and you dial down that lead list <laughs> every day. Um, so I was, I was obviously freaking out and then I was done with training uh and it was time for me to like hit the phones and i was like oh my god i don't i I don't know what to do so i just sat kind of by my pod the folks that i trained up with and just listened into um you know my neighbors on the right and left of me that an open floor plan so i was like able to like kind of hear their calls and then all of a sudden i was like all right just dial, like, just dial, let's see what happens. And you know, quickly picked up that okay, it's a numbers game, like, not everybody's going to connect with you when they do connect with you. Um, just follow the script and you'll be fine. And that worked kind of right. The script, like, there's some finesse you need to do, I was really, really rough at, at the beginning. Um, but then that first Friday rolled around, and Groupon had this contest going where, like, if you make the most dials in the company you win a $200 uh, Amex gift card or Visa gift card. I forget what, what it was. Um, and I took that really literally. And I was like, all right. So I don't have anything else that I can control. I can't control like how people respond. My skills are like really, really low right now. So let's just try to be the tops of the call chart every single week. And um, week one, nailed it. I was, uh, I was top three. Week two, I was number one. And then for like the next six or seven weeks, I was like number one on the call chart. Got the gift card, which was great because I was on an internship. But very quickly, I saw, okay, it is really a numbers game. I'm going to connect with, let's make, say I make $100. dollars going to be 5 to 10 of people that I'm going to connect with. Of those 5 to 10, all I need to do is convince one. And that, you know, Groupon at the time, you could pop on those deals really quickly, like fast closes. And it was really just like the numbers just started to make sense to me. Uh, and I got off that internship really quickly after like the two and a half, three week mark.
0: I love the audacity to just focus on what you could control, even if you didn't have the sales skills. You're like, okay, well, I I know I can control the number of calls I make, and that and that leverage so much growth. So I'm curious now to kind of spin forward in your career and and also transition into talking about uh, applying to jobs and and what wisdom you've gleaned now with with all the years of experience and, and building sales teams and hiring people and and now uh, creating ramped and everything and. You, know, you mentioned that the often uh, that sales environment that it's a numbers game um we also mentioned when you just when you initially applied to a groupon it, uh, you just applied everything and it was like open something would, would stick and, and that wasn't actually the most effective approach so what is a better approach to job hunting than just you know spraying and praying and, and making as many applications as possible especially in in 2022 and we keep the, the the digital economy keeps on evolving, and it's, there's so much competition to stand out, especially in economic times and all these things. What are actual effective ways? What are what do companies actually want to see to break into a role?
1: Yeah, so a really good question, Joel. And let's just start with kind of framing this up: the job application, the job process, the process of interviewing—like it sucks. It's really painful, especially today where you do have that click button, shoot your resume to hundreds of different companies and just get into this massive funnel that they're building for their own, rightfully so, selfish reasons, and they being companies, right? They're building these massive talent funnels Because they want the widest selection of applications. Now, what does that do for the professional or for the future professional? Puts you at a severe disadvantage. You are now swimming in a sea of hundreds and hundreds of applications. To even give you a data point from yesterday, we spoke with a potential partner for Ramped who mentioned they put out a LinkedIn post for four total job openings and within. 15 minutes, they had received 900 messages and applications for that job. That is wild. That is crazy. So it's a fool's game today to just press that mass supply button and enter into all these roles. What you should be doing and what you need to do as somebody who's applying to these early career roles, three things. One, figure out exactly what you want and why you want it. So if you want to be in sales, How do you figure that out? Well, I'm biased. You can come to Ramped. You can learn for free. But there's also tons of content out there. You can listen to podcasts. You can consume videos on YouTube. There's TikTok videos about sales and what it's like. Um, There's parody videos, obviously, of salespeople to kind of give you the downside of it. There's accounts that share it straight up the downside of sales, like for any career, right? There's that amount of information right now. It's information overload. So if you just hone your search a little bit based on the role and figure out, is this right for me? Does this drive for me? And if you really want to skill up or if you really want to get more insight, you can come to a platform like Ramped. Uh, But then two, after you figure that out, focus intensely on the companies that fit with your mentality. So if you're thinking through, and I'm going to use sales as an example again, But if you say, okay, I really want to do sales, I now have identified that is a great fit for me, for my personality, et cetera. Where do I want to sell? And how do I want to sell? So what are the things you're passionate about? It's pretty much as simple as that. Or what are the things you think you could become passionate about? So if you're passionate about technology, great. You should look at tech sales. If you're passionate about renewable energy, cool there's tons of solar energy companies or green energy companies out there that are hiring tons of salespeople. So it's as simple as that. Those two filters, one, figure out exactly what you want to do. Two, figure out very specifically within that realm, the companies that align with you, like you're in control, take ownership over this. And then three, figure out exactly the right person at those companies. So usually that's a talent manager usually that's your direct manager and maybe the VP in those realms. So I just gave you three clues right there. So if you're going into sales, you'll likely want to contact the VP of sales or VP of sales development, depending on the company, the head of talent acquisition. A lot of times LinkedIn will just share like, Hey, I'm head of talent acquisition, but I focus on go to market roles or I focus on sales roles. Uh, and then, uh, and then perhaps uh, a junior manager or somebody who could be managing you directly. And a lot of times those job openings or the job positions, if you just look through them, will have somebody who either posted the role or even the hiring crew or hiring committee. And I would reach out to them. And now this is going to be really, really specific and really nuanced. Right now, you're also battling folks that have that advice in hand. So uh, companies like Ramped or Ramped Directly have told you, hey, now you need to be a little more hyper-personalized with your approach So go the extra mile, actually do some of the work and have a perspective on why you are indispensable and trustworthy for the role. So using uh, this example again, or sales again, as this this framework, if you're going to be a salesperson at that renewable energy solar company, who's your target audience? Who are the folks that you're going to sell to? And how are you going to sell to them? So For the folks, you could easily just create a 10 person lead list of list of names that you would sell to and how either a cold call script or an email script or get creative, right? A video of you selling to that prospect and just include it in a note, a hyper personalized note to those three people, your manager, the overall division leader and the talent acquisition partner. It's, it's as simple as that. There's a lot in there. You have to do a little bit of work, but if you really want to break through. That is a great framework to just cut through the noise, cut through that mass application funnel, and show that you have the ability to do the role and you're trustworthy. Early career hiring managers are really just looking for people they can count on and rely on and be trustworthy. And yes, they want upside and potential, but a lot of folks are just like, "Can I trust this person?" Because early career hiring is really difficult. They've seen this funnel break down. Um, the end result is sometimes they have to let people go. You know. 30, 60 days out because they're just not the right fit for the role. And they're trying to avoid that situation at all costs.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. Build that trustworthiness because you're proving the value through demonstration, the lead list, creating the video. I mean, especially for a sales role, you want to be proving that you are in a sales mindset. And that's what you're doing when you're trying to get a job. You're selling yourself. So, but even if you're going for any other uh, type of a role, you're still selling yourself. So you want to be able to prove that value and Go the extra mile, and yeah, more and more people are starting to realize. Okay, let's let's email the hiring manager, or let's let's DM them on LinkedIn. Okay, but then how do you go the extra mile from there? Which is make sure it's personalized, make sure you you include something like a custom project. And I mean, the bar is is still pretty low to do these types of approaches, and it's you're gonna get you're gonna start getting interviews. Uh, I'm curious as well about how, and I think you know one thing Ramped is doing is you you sort of have like a network of companies in in your platform and i'm curious how you what advice you might have in terms of building the, a network and community social connections to help facilitate your 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 break in your career launch process obviously that was when you first got that group on job you had someone you know give you a call I and mean, how do you sort of create that increased luck surface area as we like to call it by creating that larger um, social connection network, but also doing that in a way that's not phony and not just like, please be, join my network. I get so many of those messages on LinkedIn when it's like, I would like to add you to my network. And I'm like, I don't want to be in your network because the the way you just said that. right? Um, so how do you create that organic social, uh, social connections web?
1: Yeah, it's a really good question, Joel. So what we did at Ramped and what I've been doing throughout my career is giving first. So a lot of times... These connections that you're talking about on LinkedIn or other networks that are maybe closed or pseudo closed, uh, what they want from you is just engagement, right? Well, you have to think about their incentives. What does LinkedIn want? As like a you know cookie cutter example, they want folks engaging on their platform. They don't really care how or why. They just want engagement, and obviously they want ad spend. And at the end of the day, they want revenue. It's just eyeballs coming back to the platform over and over and over again. So. Think about the incentive structure of some of these these, uh, these networks before you actually jump on. But it really is about giving first. So what Ramp does as a platform is we give all of our content, all of our skilling, all of our pathways, we give that all the way for free. And we are very, very set on holding that at the base layer forever. We always want this to be accessible. And the reason is it's already out there. Like we're not reinventing the wheel. We have a perspective on it. We think our content is superb, but we don't necessarily think that it's not just like distributed everywhere, right? You could literally go on to YouTube, like I mentioned before, and just say, how do, I, how do I cold call? You come up with hundreds and hundreds of videos. So we give it away. We curate it for free. Um, and that sparks a lot of things from from folks. I think organically, like I, I think I'm biased, but we've also heard it from our users and our professionals on the platform that they love that we're going the extra mile for them and we're really going to bat for them. So now we are look like their advocate and we become that role, kind of like the expert mentor, uh, guide, Sherpa, whatever, for a lot of these folks. And on the other side of the platform of the marketplace, We have priority partners. Those are folks who have signaled they're really into hiring rent professionals. And because of this, folks on our platform can skip a step in the interview process. Maybe they get an extra benefit. So again, it's all about, for us, the professional really, really hyper-focused. Not that we're not focused on the corporate partner as well. We want a great match. Uh, We want partners who are going to enrich their funnels of talent and democratize access for tons and tons of people. Um, but we're really focused on driving and upskilling professionals and doing that all for free.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited about what you guys are doing with with giving all that value. And you know, it's rampedcareers.com if y'all want to check it out. There's there's um places to learn skills, um, learn about what it means to to uh to develop uh sales skills and what is what is B2B sales, what is what is an SDR doing, uh, interview prep courses and you know, a network, as you mentioned of, of partners and all this is free because the way you, you know, your model is like your, your revenue is coming in through your partners, I believe. So yeah, tell us more a little bit about what those, those courses are. And, and also I believe you have some uh, a sort of sales development type focus. Is that right?
1: So, so two things there. Uh, one, one, I'll just, uh, I'll just add there. So we are, we're not focused on any one career pathway we're focused on every career pathway. Sometimes we do it specifically for a company, and sometimes we have a pathway that's accessible kind of to the general public as well. So we're really a platform, a pre-skilling platform. We do three things really, really well. One, we help users, professionals, applicants, et cetera, understand who they are and where they could be great fit. So if you think about uh, in the grand big picture, big vision where Ramped is going, you pop on instead of this frustrating consternation that you have with these job searches or thinking about the job search, come to Ramped and learn a little bit about yourself. We make some suggestions to you. Say, hey, look, I, w- I think we think you're really, really great at customer facing roles. And then we say, here are five options or here are three options. You could be a customer service representative. You could be an account manager. You could be a salesperson. Any of those three are okay. Um, you pick, let's say you go and pick customer service. We will give you skilling to get you up to speed on that pathway. So you can hit the ground running in that pathway all for free. Uh, and then at that point in time, after you've proven, Hey, I've done the work. I know that I'm going to be a good fit for this pathway, we will match you with corporate partners. Um, so that's for the for the user, for the applicant. Now the corporate partners can engage with us in one of two ways. One, they can see those matches in real time uh, with their partners with us. Uh, you know, they, could, they can access our platform that way. And two, we have an enrichment platform that sits in between an applicant and the first screen of an interview process. And we're essentially just-in-time skilling their applicants and revealing who is the best fit for their specific company and where they are best fit. So if you apply to a sales role at, let's just call it a big company like Walmart, right? We're skilling those folks up. And let's say you're not a great fit for the sales role under their framework, but you could be a great fit for a marketing role. We may suggest that role to you too within Walmart's ecosystem.
0: It's great stuff. Yeah. And there's, there's sort of a an opportunity to start building that portfolio as well because these, these different... Um, little, little courses, I guess you would call them. Um, it was like a, a gamification process and you can uh, start building up your, your portfolio of different um, little courses you've taken. That's and right. so this is another tool in your toolkit, everybody. Like there's, I mean, we, we already just gave you the excellent advice on how to stand out and cut through the job application noise. Then you take another tool like ramped and you have a chance to, to showcase more your portfolio showcase hey I went through this and I took this training and then the, the partners can see that and yep. then again you have these potential like warm introductions you have someone who's working with you to help you get clarity about what the ideal role is and so there's so much opportunity out there ladies and gentlemen within the world wide web with with programs like ramp so uh, especially when there's there's no there's no financial investment it's definitely something worth checking out any other any other um, last couple of minutes here, Danny, any other, um, any other details you want to share about ramps or any, any, um, invitation you want to give people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So two, two invites, uh, one, if you're a professional and you're interested in up-leveling your career and matching with a great employer partner, just check us out rampcareers.com. We have a absolutely stellar professional success team um you will get involved with our platform you may be nudged from them from time to time but we'll make sure you're on track to learn the skills that you need to hit the ground running in a variety of different career paths like sales recruiter um you know customer service etc and then uh, for companies out there if you are interested in working with us uh, all you have to do is drop me a note directly you can go on our website and fill out the form but we are actively, actively working with big and small companies to enrich their application funnel, help them match with the absolute perfect person and democratize access to all of their funnels. So their talent pool looks more like what the United States looks like.
0: Great stuff. Danny Leonard, co-founder at Ramped. Again, it's rampedcareers.com. And they are one of our partners for this event. You can check it out on the Sponsors page in the event lobby, and yeah, reach out, take initiative. You know, if you've been sitting here throughout this event and taking in amazing wisdom and feeling inspired, that's amazing. Now, what's the what's that first step that you're going to take in in building that momentum, building that momentum? Because at the end of the day, all you can do is all that matters is taking action. So maybe it's diving in. Something totally foreign, like Danny did in his in, in a little sales internship. Um, be bold and and you know life's short, so so go make it happen. And you have so much opportunity to cut through the noise and and stand out. When you can take this mentality that you've been sharing, I think if you're coming to this event, y'all, you're getting some some secret sauce tips. So apply them. You know, like uh, follow through and take the action. So thanks again so much, Danny, for your time and coming on. this event
1: of course yeah thank you joel and i will leave you with one thing uh two things one connect with me on linkedin if you want Two, uh as the great tom brady often tweets or puts out in his instagram when he gets the win just go for it and lfg everybody
0: lfg y'all all right thanks so much everybody and we're gonna see you in our next sessions coming up at the top of the hour we have Questions on learning to code, as well as uh, how to end self-doubt. So we'll see you soon. Thank Thanks you, buddy.